I think, admittedly, part of my resistance, shall we say, <laughs> in doing this is because with change, you're forced to confront you know, those imperfections. You're forced to confront, like, all right, we're just doing our best here. And that has been a challenge for sure. But this is a wonderful tool, and I'm really, really grateful for it. Hello and welcome to the Diabetic Podcast. I'm Justin, I have type 1 diabetes, and on here I talk all things diabetes tech, news, management, and beyond with experts, educators, and those living with diabetes. My friend Jenna, who's been living with type 1 diabetes since she was three years old, has switched pumps. She has always been on a Medtronic pump and she has switched to the Omnipod 5. So I wanted to find out what was that transition like? Jenna and I got together four days after she got on Omnipod and then we revisited the conversation four weeks later. So you're gonna hear the before and the after of that transition and we'll get a lot of insight on what that was like. Jenna has appeared on this podcast once before in our Omnipod tour. We went to headquarters and saw a ton of stuff. That was an awesome episode, so make sure you check that out. I've also got new episodes of this podcast every Monday on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Keep in mind that anything you hear in this podcast or on content on my social media, YouTube channel, is not medical advice. Always consult with your physician before making changes to your health care. All right. Let's get to the conversation. Jenna, you have a new pump. How awesome. How does it feel? So far, so good. I I mean, I have a lot of feelings about it. Some of them even kind of contradictory, if I'm being honest. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's, I guess, overall, fun to be doing something different. Good to be doing something different. Before we get into, like, the history of your diabetes and pumps, how has it felt? wearing the Omnipod versus a tubed pump? Deadass, don't notice a difference. Truly, don't notice a difference. I've been on a tubed pump since I was seven years old. I could not care less. I, it's just part, and I think us as humans, and specifically us as diabetics, can adapt so easily. We are forced to adapt to so many different circumstances in our lives. You know, I mean, heck, we are all oh, no big deal. I have to inject myself with a needle so many times a day or X many times a week. And it's like, you don't even think about it like most often. But I've had kind of a weird start to this where I got my Omnipod last week and then immediately went camping and like on vacation. So <laughs> I feel like I've been a little, haven't had as like, you know, steady of a start to it as maybe I would have hoped. And truly the only, the moment where I was like, oh, this is great is when I was on, I was on the river, I was on my paddleboard all day Saturday and being able to like, okay, I'm, I'm standing on my board. Am I worried? Am I in choppy water? Am I worried? Am I going to fall in or, okay, am I going to, do I have to reconnect and give myself some insulin because I've been disconnected for so long? That's been the biggest bonus of having the tubeless pump. But if I'm being honest, other than that, I really don't notice a huge difference. And I was kind of disappointed about that. <laughs> well, you know I what? Was. First of all, your response is very surprising to me. But also, I think the fact that you're not noticing a difference is also not a bad thing, right? Like if you yeah. noticed a bad difference, then that'd be really bad. The fact that you don't notice a huge change in, in it taking away anything is great. And, and also the fact that, you know, on the river, I knew you were going to say that too. I had a feeling you would mention that 
Because that's one thing I thought of with you getting on tubeless and also something that's waterproof um, and yeah. just being super mobile. I thought that that would be really good for you. So I'm happy to hear about that. Um, and also that's just, that's super interesting. Well, it's just one person's perspective. And it's also, again, like, I just feel like diabetes is so like second nature to me at this point. And that's not like a humble brag in any way. It means just, I literally don't know life without it. I don't remember a time. It's just there. I still have to think about it. If anything, I was kind of annoyed last week that I'm like, oh, I'm checking this device so much, you know, like I'm annoyed by the change that there's something new I have to get used to. But in the same breath, it was a scotch annoyed that like, I didn't feel this like revolutionary, like, oh, I feel so different and I feel so free. But I did feel a little bit of that again on the water. That was the biggest thing. But in day to day life, I don't really feel a huge difference now. Okay. And you're also what you're like five days in or something. At this yeah, point. it was Thursday and today's okay. Monday, so not too long. And it'll be interesting to hear when we when we get back together in a few weeks, hearing kind of like if that's changed at all. So let's mm-hmm. let's get a little into kind of what you were using prior. So you were you were diagnosed at like two years old, right? Three, yeah. Tell us about when you got a pump at first, and kind of like what your pump journey has been like up until now. Yeah. So I like we just said, diagnosed at three, I got on in my very first insulin pump when I was seven. Um, it was the, I had to Google this. It was the five, five Oh eight mini med pump. Um, it was bright blue, cool, you know? And I mean, I honestly, I feel bad, Justin. I don't, I, I don't have like great, you know, insightful feedback for it. Cause I was just so young. I was so young. My parents did like all of my management for me at that point in time. So again, it was just like, oh, I have a pump. Like, I don't remember being on MDI, really. Like, I remember obviously like giving myself shots, but I don't really know life with it it versus without it. So yes, I had the Minimed pump and then have been a Minimed customer ever since. It was just the brand that my hospital worked with. And I think at that time, I mean, Minimed obviously created the first pump, the first insulin pump and were, you know, hot, excuse my language, but they were, everybody wanted to work with Minimed at that time because they were, uh, they were revolutionary. They're, you know, on the, they're the ones creating all this new technology and there weren't as many other pump brands that were accessible to, to users, at least in America. So on Medtronic for forever, never really questioned it, never just was keep, kept upgrading every, I think it's five years. Once your contract is up, just kept upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. And then when I upgraded in 2018, that was when the first closed loop system was introduced to me where the mini med pump that came out, I think it was in 2016 or 2017, had the auto mode capabilities. And that requires you to use the mini med um, sensor and calibrate it twice a day, every day. Um, So that was the first time I ever heard anything about auto mode. And again, just kind of for didn't want to rock the boat, just decided to go with that again, because I also wasn't really educated on any other pumps out there. I only knew of Omnipod because another diabetic that I was friends with as a child, she moved from Minimed to Omnipod. And I remember like looking at it and on her back, I remember she had it on her lower back when I saw it. And I was like, that's such, it looks like like a tortoise shell on you. It was like, so it was bigger. I was like, I don't want to have that. Ugh. So, yeah, it's just been mini med all the way up until now. 
Yeah, and just for our listeners, Medtronic bought Minimed a while back, and Medtronic for so long and Minimed were kind of the the biggest players in the space and kind of capitalized or almost monopolized this market for a very long time. So there is a huge community of people, including Jenna, who were in this system and were just like, okay, the next Medtronic and the next Medtronic and kind of stuck there. From what I've heard from a lot of users uh, who are still on Medtronic and have left is that Medtronic has fallen a bit behind. They kind of were on their high horse being like, we own this world. And then all these other companies have come in and taken a lot of their business. Dexcom has a fantastic sensor that is in many ways more reliable than uh, Medtronic, at least from what I hear is that, you know, the Guardian 3, I heard auto mode, a lot of people would get kicked out of it. Uh, which may be a reason I kind of wanted to ask you, I know you told me that you weren't a huge user of Automode. In in fact, Jenna, you switched to the Dexcom G6. Tell us about your Automode experience and why you started using the Dexcom G6. I really have, I just, I didn't like the Medtronic sensor. I've never liked the Guardian sensor. I think I use, so I think they're on Guardian 3 now. So I've used Guardian 2 and 3 different iterations of it and I probably starting in even before I got that pump upgrade uh back in 2018 I had dabbled in using sensors and really just didn't like my experience with it I I personally have trouble with adhesives and the fact that the guardian sensor requires it's a whole patch over the the whole sensor and transmitter so if god forbid your 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 adhesive starts to you know peel up like we all get you know if you're swimming or sweating or whatever you can't replace the the um the adhesive at all you just have to keep adding stuff to it and i would get these like gross looking like patches on my arm they were just like covered in like shirt lint and stuff and i was just like i don't want to wear this around and then not to mention too the double calibrations that you have to do daily and how many alarms i got with it and also how it was pretty inaccurate for me too so there were many many reasons that i did not like the guardian sensor and because of that i couldn't use auto mode and i mean if i'm being totally honest too i also just like didn't want to take time off to go get trained on how to properly use auto mode. So I kind of went rogue for a few weeks and was trying to do it myself and (laughs) didn't really work. (laughs) So I, and I will say too, after with Omnipod and like getting onboarded with that and everything, like diabetes educators are here as a resource for a reason. They are incredibly intelligent, well-versed individuals who like, yes, it is worth working with a professional to if you are not doing obviously the whole looping system and everything and going rogue is your whole system. <laughs> but if you are like me, who I just felt more confident doing something that, you know, was FDA approved, it's, and also frankly, more user friendly. Like I am not a tech guru. I, I, I can't do that kind of stuff, nor do I want to learn how to. So it just made more sense for me anyway. And I love the diabetes educator I worked with, with this. So that's why I was very anti the Medtronic auto mode. And I ultimately switched to Dexcom because I had an endocrinologist, um, a former one I used to see, who was talking about how superior the technology was and how great it was. But even, I'm going to be honest, I think I had the G5 when I started 
and I was like not using it all the time either because I just didn't like how much it beeped. I had a big problem in my 20s, admittedly, like just I didn't want to draw attention to it. And I do think that there has been a cultural shift in terms of like, I see so many people now with Dexcoms on their arms or Omnipods on their arms. And it makes me feel like, oh, we're out here. Like we're part of this together kind of thing. And I always go up to people and say, hi, like, look at my arm. Yeah. Um, So, and that's probably a shift in me and just me educating myself more and getting more exposure to other people who are diabetics versus living in my little bubble. But yeah, it's... It's been a good experience. I don't know. I kind of babbled there for a little while, yeah. but <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, and I also love going up to people wearing their sensors and being like, "Hey!" Like trying, you know, making friends and talking about my tech and theirs and seeing what they like, what they don't like. I saw All two right, people switched... last week. Sorry, two people last week. I'm like, oh, what are the chances? <laughs> I see them all the time. You switched to Dexcom. Now, yes. why did you choose to switch to Omnipod? I started looking, the the idea was kind of implanted in my head that like mini med isn't the end all be all. When in 2020, I was on a paddleboard and my, the mini med pump that I currently have, which is what the, the 780 is just coming out. So I have the 770. The 670. I have no, uh, thank you. Yeah. 670. Um, <laughs> I, love, I, I love how I know. <laughs> I also just need to state for the record here, like I, I was raised with the attitude of, I have diabetes. I'm not a diabetic. And I will say, like, it just is, you know, a, a blanket statement here. Like I, as Justin always says in any of his content, like I am not an expert on this. This is exclusively my experience. And I, every, every diabetic has their own relationship with their diabetes. So I have never been someone who's like, invested in the cutting edge technology and what's coming out and how are we going to better this and how are we going to I'm like I'm just trying to live my life <laughs> like I I am managing my control I have pretty good control I'm grateful for that but I have it's just part of life so um so yeah in 2020 with the seven, 670 <laughs> I which is supposed to be water resistant in water up to 12 feet i believe again don't quote me on that i'm not the guru here but i was like oh this is great like i'll just like i'm in three feet of water i'll just go in for a second da, 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 da. and my whole pump shorted out and it was crazy alarming and i was i was visiting family in upstate new york so i didn't have access to any i just had the limited supplies i had thank god i had shots with me this is why you always bring shots with you whenever you travel always you know but I had to have a pump um, overnighted to me. And of course it was a Saturday, so I didn't get my pump until Monday or Tuesday. And I kind of went on this like YouTube deep dive with my mom of like, out of just a source of frustration. I was like, this sucks. Like, why can't I freaking swim? I am a water baby. I just want to swim with my pump on and not have to think about this. So again, the seed was planted then. And then... I still was under contract with Minimed. Obviously, I got my pump in 2018 and it's 2023 now. My contract ends next month in July. And so for the past six months, I've really just been looking at different options and meeting with diabetes educators. And again, watching a lot of YouTube content and Instagram stories of other diabetics and kind of trying to, you know, get other people's perspectives on what technology is working best for them. Tell me about your experience kind of figuring out what you wanted and 
that conversation you were having with insurance companies, I know it wasn't easy. You would check in with me and tell me about it. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I think dealing with insurance companies is, I mean, diabetes is so difficult and takes up so much of our brain space in general, but the amount of ad of self-advocacy you have to do with these insurance companies is mind blowing to me. And you know, I've had people at insurance, my insurance company be like, wow, you're really persistent. You're really blah, blah. And I'm like, lady, I have to be this way. Nothing else gets done if I don't check in with you because it just will get lost in the shuffle. So I, yeah, I knew I was going to go because I wanted to be in auto mode. Finally, you know, I was like this, there are other ways I can do this outside of Medtronic and I can use the sensor that I love wearing. I can use some of the technology I'm familiar with. I just have to get on a new pump. So I met with a diabetes educator and was talking about, you know, the difference between Omnipod and Tandem and ultimately decided I wanted to try tubeless for the sake of tubeless, you know, everybody else is raving about it. Let's give it a shot. So I did that and that was in February or March. And initially they wrote a prescription for me that was rejected twice. Then I had to get a prior authorization and the farm and then my insurance accepted that. Then I was working with the Omnipod pharmacy, Aspen pharmacy. And then they found out that they couldn't fill my prescription and it was being transferred to a different mail order uh, pharmacy. So I had to call my insurance company and find out what pharmacy that was. And then it got transferred ultimately to a, a local hospital. Um, and th so this has taken from February up until May, it just all this back and forth and coordinating between the different pharmacies, following up with the, the hospital and my endocrinologist trying to check in on the status of this. And then I just learned at my uh, diabetes educator appointment last week that the pharmacy that where I picked up my Omnipod starter kit didn't fill my whole prescription, even though I was charged for the whole prescription, it didn't fill my whole prescription. So I now have to go back and I have a list of people I need to contact. I have to start with the, the hospital pharmacy where I picked up my Omnipod. Then I have to call my insurance company. It, it, it just never ends. It never ends. It really is like a full-time job sometimes. Yeah. Trying to, when you're transitioning between like your diabetes tech, like I've had those moments too, where you're going back and forth with all these calls. It Like this should be someone's, else's job in the industry for them to make it this difficult for and for you to have to spend all this time to figure it out like i don't think that's right like it's not your fault the system's so convoluted i don't know it, it, that gets no. on my nerves it's insane that... i mean this is this is somebody's full-time job i am on a first name basis with the with the benefits coordinator at my my endocrinologist the hospital that i have worked with i'm on a first name basis with amy cannot recommend her enough i love her but it is somebody else's full-time job, but I still, as the patient, have to go in and uh, it feels like boss people around just to get stuff done. It's crazy to me. And it's, uh, again, I'm, I am admittedly just exhausted and jaded about all of it because I hate dealing with this and it's never going to end. And I've been doing it for so many years at this point. It's just so frustrating. And I wish I had better advice other than not only 
patience is key, but persistence is key too. You need to ask for what you want and you need to follow up with the people that should be providing that kind of care for you. Because again, to, to insurance companies, we are a line item, but this is your diabetic care. This is our lifeline here. Yeah, Jenna, I remember you called me maybe a couple months ago and you were like, Justin, you, you, first of all, you, you texted me earlier that day. You were like, Justin, I'm so excited. I'm going to my endo today and I want to get Omnipod. And then you called me that evening and you were like, the first thing you said to me was like, Justin, I feel so defeated right now. And I, and you just told me about your experience, how the educator or your endo was saying that your pump's not ready yet and you, you can't get on the new pump because you need to wait until that happens. And then even if you did do it, your insurance won't pay for it, blah, 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 all this stuff. But I just am so proud of you because you turned all of that frustration and you really did advocate for yourself and you made it happen and it's not easy. And, but you, you took the time and, and I think it's a good lesson for, lesson for anyone listening is to truly, truly advocate for yourself because you can go from having that appointment and feeling so defeated and feeling like you can't get the care you want. But if you push these people harder, you can, you know, turn it around and, and you're, you have Omnipod now. Exactly. It's, and again, it's, I, I really do appreciate you saying that. I, I think sometimes I do have to take a step back from the, the angst I feel about all of it and realize that it's like, no, we are making progress. We are making good, good things come to fruition here. But yeah, it's just, it's just tiring. It just is. Yeah. Well, that is about it for now, but we are going to get back together in, I think, two weeks, and we're going to talk all about your experience so far. So I'm super excited. Me too. I'm very excited to be doing something different, and it's, you know, just the overall goal here is just to be as healthy as we can. So whatever we can do to do that, hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, we lied. It has been four weeks, which we were just saying is probably better. So yeah. welcome back, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be back. Happy to see my friend's face again. <laughs> All right, Jenna. Now that it has been four weeks since you started wearing the Omnipod, what has it felt like wearing a tubeless pump? Good. <laughs> it's been good. I... It's funny. It's like little... It's really little things. And I still am not like tubeless is the way you have to go. It's the almighty end all be all. Da, da, da. I don't have that perspective. I think there is a lot of validity in tubed pumps. And specifically for someone like me who has been diabetic for 25 plus years, the tandem algorithm is more aggressive than the Omnipod algorithm is in terms of correction factors. So that is admittedly something that maybe I'll explore someday just because that would work for somebody who, like me who definitely has far more of an insulin resistance than you do at this point in your life, Justin, just being a newly diagnosed, you know, very, very active, lean person too. But also I've just been taking this artificial hormone for 25 years too. So it doesn't work quite the same way. So, but I, sorry, I'm going negative first. Let me get into, let me get into the good stuff. I apologize. I feel like last episode I was so negative too. I had a rancid day. So here we go, guys. It's been great. I love it. <laughs> it's been a really nice change. My favorite thing that consistently happens is when I wake up in the morning, I 
I will like, I roll out of bed and I like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to reach for anything. I don't have to grab it. Like I, I broke pump clips. Like it was my job. Like I kid you not. I went through a pump clip probably every two to four weeks calling for replacements, calling for replacements. So I most often had just kind of a rogue hanging tube pump for a, a long time. And it is really nice to not have to, you know, just grab anything or have to remember to reconnect when you get out of the shower or it's just nice. And I mean, it's an imperfect solution, but it's, it's an improvement and I'm really grateful for the improvement and I'm grateful for to live in this time, to have access to this kind of technology and that is helping me have that much better care. That's great. So now on the treatment side, last time we spoke, you said that, you you know, you tried the closed loop for Medtronic. You didn't really like it. So you kind of went back to the standard treatment. What has it been like being on a closed loop system and being on Omnipod's closed loop system? I, I mean, I'm loving being on a closed loop system. I can't compare it to my experience on Medtronic because I literally tried to be on the closed loop system with Medtronic for like three days. Like it wasn't major. And I, as I said, you know, previously had issues with the sensor and just, it wasn't the right fit for me. But so this, I really do consider my first time being in a closed loop system and it's, it's been really great. I mean, my time and range has gone up considerably. I would say on average about 25%. It's, I wow. had the, it was, I think I made a note in my phone cause I wanted to say this to you cause I knew you'd like this, but the it was, sorry, just pulling this up, five days into being on Omnipod. So like right after you and I had spoken for the first time, I had had the most time in range for that week than I had had in the three plus years I was wearing a sensor. So wow. that's huge. That's huge. Jenna, do you feel, have you felt better? Like fit, like you know, highs and lows can make you feel kind of crappy. Like, have you felt better? Yeah. You know, I, I guess it, it more of the, I would say more, much more for me than like the physical symptoms of it is the anxiety isn't there as much anymore. So I, you know, I don't feel like I'm having these like highs or lows come out of left field. Like anytime I do have a high or low now, I can like really be like, Oh, really didn't bolus enough there. <laughs> oh, bolus too late. Or if I'm having a low, it's like, okay, I, you know, I can treat this, but I, I used to have really steep lows where I would just go, 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 go. And I feel like Omnipod and everybody said this. And of course I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it happened to me, <laughs> but Omnipod catches you treat and or like I have a low treatment and it, I'm up again and my blood sugar is up again in, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes. Whereas before, like I would have these, sometimes these nighttime lows where I would like be setting alarms throughout the night to like consciously get up and retest myself and make sure I wasn't getting any lower and to make sure my partner could help me if I was low and wasn't hearing the alarms. And yeah, it was just a mess. <laughs> so I'm grateful to not have that anymore. So definitely, like I said, the anxiety of it is really, that has alleviated a lot, which is wonderful. Um, physically, yeah, I, I think I just feel good, you know, knowing that I'm in range more. Definitely. I will say too, again, just not trying to be negative in any way, shape or form, but there, I think part of my, not anger, but part of my like disappointment, I think when I first got on Omnipod was 
I felt like I was all of a sudden being hypercritical of my diabetes in a way that I'm just not as a person and being fixated on the numbers and the percentage of time and range. And, oh my God, I'm not doing this well. I'm doing this wrong. I blah, blah, blah. It took a couple weeks for that to like equalize out again, you know, Omnipod learn it's refining its algorithm. It's, you know, becoming more in tune with what my body and my insulin, you know, what I need to maintain that time and range. But it really was hard for me to, to have so much data in my face at once. I didn't like that. And it made me feel really shitty about myself if I'm being honest. So I feel like I have now found a much healthier balance with it where, you know, I can look at these numbers or I don't have to look at them for the day. You know, I'm just trying to take it one, one BG at a time. <laughs> yeah. You know, that may be kind of the natural way a transition would work, right? You're, you're yeah. in this completely new mindset. You're hyper aware. And when I started G7 totally. after the G6, I was hyper aware. I kept being like, oh my God, the numbers are wrong. It keeps doing this. It keeps just doing that. And then I saw after a month, I was like, oh, it's great. And I think part of that, you know, they have, may have made some changes on the software and, and maybe even the, the, the actual devices end because I got newer ones. But I also think part of that was that I stopped focusing on it. So that's yeah. great. It just becomes, and that's something it to becomes be... part of your routine, you know. Exactly. Now, uh, speaking of routine, what has it been like holding on and using that wireless PDM with Omnipod 5 rather than, you know, the little pump on your waist? I was so resistant to it at first and frankly, very, you know, annoyed with it. And now it's just like anything, you know, it's, I, I think you said it very eloquently of, you know, you just, it's just the process of getting used to something new. You know, we as humans oftentimes resist change in every way, shape or form, even if it is healthier or better for you, we're going to improve your life, but it's fine. It's whatever it's, you know, it's kind of annoying having to carry, you know, here are my two phones, you know, like I, I cannot wait for the, the iPhone app to come out. Like, holy crap, that'll be amazing. But for now, it's fine. It's working. Yeah. For those of you who are watching, the iPhone app was announced a few weeks ago that it was with the FDA for clearance. And I interviewed Gary Shiner, a diabetes educator, about it. And he said that that typically takes like around six months, plus or minus. So like, it's very likely, I think we'll see this early next year, like January, which is awesome. I'm so glad you, Jenna, like are only having to use the PDM for like a few months and then you'll be able to use that. That's like a, you know, great timing on your, on your end. Um, so I'm, I was wondering like, what has it felt like for you going on like a weekend vacation or a little trip? And instead of bringing just your pump, really, um, bringing like packages of pumps, like, has that given you the feeling of like, oh, well, if my pump, you know, fails, I'll have like three other, uh, three others. So how, how has that felt? It's, I mean, I don't notice a huge difference at this point in time. Um, I like that the packaging is smaller. You know, when I was on Medtronic, I had two separate pieces I had to bring for each site change. So you have to, the reservoir is separate and the tubing and, you know, the insertion site is separate plus then an injector and your, your vials of insulin. So I like that it's smaller. It's more compact. Um, we do, you know, you do have a little 
a little less leeway with Omnipod. I would, um, you know, if I'm camping for the weekend, I'd maybe push my site change to like four days, whatever, you know, whereas this obviously has a very, it cuts you off. Literally, you have a deadline. Um, and I thought I would hate doing more site changes, but it's kind of just become, again, part of the experience. It's not really good or bad. It, it is what it is. I am, I'm going to Europe for, um, a little over a week at the end of this year. And I'm very nervous for international travel with Omnipods. And it's it's funny because it's the reason, it's the same reason you were just saying with the Medtronic pump of like, oh, the pump's done, I'm screwed. I'm like, what if this thing dies? Then I'm really <laughs> screwed. I can't do, I have all these pumps on me. Then what do I do? So actually my diabetes educator, who I really liked, who helped me get on Omnipod, he said, at that point, just buy the cheapest Google phone you can in Europe. He's like, who cares? Just buy a cheap Google phone and get a SIM card, and that's then your your PDM. And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. Great. That is a brilliant idea. In fact, I want to learn more about which phones are compatible, um, and make like a little buyer's guide. Like that. That's really cool. Um, I'm going to look know, into that. That's interesting. I I think it'd be really helpful for you to do that, and also to see what the accessibility of the Omnipod app is internationally. Because I know on Omnipod's website, it's all Samsung phones are compatible. And it's, I think it's Google Pixel, like it's a Google Pixel 6 and up. So it's re it's not a ton of Google Pixels. So I mean, and I don't know what the accessibility of a phone like that is. I've never bought a phone in an international country before. So <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But again, that was the little piece of advice I got that helped ease some anxiety okay. about it. Yeah, and kind of on the point that you said earlier about how you were able to push Medtronic a bit like longer, Medtronic is also their new pump allows for a seven day infusion set. Oh wow! And and Tandem's new um, is working on or coming out with one soon that's also a seven day infusion set. It's not quite clear yet if Omnipod will ever be able to do that. One can only hope that they're able to kind of make that happen with their kind of system. But, you know, if they can't, that's a, that is some sort of incentive for someone who doesn't want to be changing things out as much. Now, is there anything you miss about Medtronic beyond, you know, being able to extend it a day, which you, sh which people shouldn't do, you know, I know we're not endorsing that. that. It's not, it's not good, but <laughs> you know, um, not really. It's again, the, okay, I carry two phones with me at all times. Like that was when I got on Dexcom several years ago at this point, that was a really hard adjustment for me of like, I literally have to carry, in order for this to work, I have to carry my phone around with me everywhere. I can't just like leave it, you know? And now I feel like I have doubled that, but also in the same breath, again, just anyone who's listening, like you as an individual, you know your diabetes and like what your boundaries with it are better than anybody else. Obviously we need the advice and, you know, consultation of medical professionals to help guide us along the way but if i want to go for a walk and i'm you know okay i'm in range right now i have low stuff in my bag in case i start i don't feel well like it's okay to let go and to leave the technology behind because you know what the beauty of these machines is they'll sync up as soon as i'm around it again and i'll have all of the data that i missed for the past hour or so so i mean i haven't done anything like that yet because i just again i'm new to the technology i'm still getting used to all of it and i'm liking having you know the accessibility of it but i do think if i ever you know again feel like i want a little a little tech break there are ways to do it well and there are a couple really big well there's one really big in, 
um, innovation that's coming. One is, I didn't know this until recently, but the Dexcom G6 and G7, they talk directly to the Omnipod for that closed loop, right? For me, I'm on the DIY loop. They actually both talk to my phone, which has its own advantages. But you, Jenna, you can like I didn't you anyone with Omnipod Five can go on a walk without their phone. Yes, you won't know what your sugar levels are, but it's doing it for you the entire right. time. I It'll can't with DIY um, loop. I can't do that. I won't get the the readings. Won't they won't talk? And with direct to Apple Watch coming, that was announced officially from Dexcom. It's coming at the end of this year. That means Jenna, if you ever got an Apple Watch. You could go on that walk and you would have at least your blood sugar levels. Yeah. So you'd know your blood sugar. It would be talking to Omnipod and you have one low snack, no iPhone. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's a huge change in what you were doing before. Yeah, or what you're but doing before now. I would go on a walk with just my phone <laughs> exactly. attached to me and I didn't, didn't carry anything, whatever. But yeah, no, you are yeah. right. It's, it, and that's a much less, I mean, my pump was just giving me my, you know, my basal doses continuously. And, you know, Omnipod does too when you're in manual mode, but you are right. It's nice to have kind of the ease of mind that it's, it's always going to be working. I'm still getting the insulin I need. I just, again, when I need a break from the screens, I can still take advantage of that. So that's nice. So, I mean, yeah, it's not, again, I feel like my, my current perspective, you know, on this is, with, um, and I've said this already, like in our just brief little chat, but it's, it's a wonderful resource. It's a beautiful tool, but any sort of diabetes treatment is an imperfect solution. And I think admittedly, part of my resistance, shall we say, <laughs> in doing this is because with change, you're forced to confront, you know, those imperfections are forced to confront like, all right, we're just doing our best here. And that that has been a challenge for sure but again this is a wonderful tool and i'm really really grateful for it and it's yeah it's been a nice change yeah and speaking to that connectivity have you had any issues with like line of sight with your dexcom and omnipod i know that they need to kind of be in a placed in a certain way have you had any issues i haven't had any issues with line of sight no I, the only issue I have had with, um, I had an Omnipod fail after like 24 hours, like it just wouldn't connect to my CGM, but it wasn't a line of sight issue. And I was still getting readings on my phone from my Dexcom. So that's something I want to give Omnipod a call about. I've heard that their support team is really great and hopefully they can help walk me through how to prevent that from happening again, whether it was user error or maybe it was just, you know, a funky piece of technology, who knows, but, um, definitely want to. Oh, oh, sorry. The only issue I had, I had an adhesive issue, which is classic for me. I am, I have a hard time with adhesives and I had an Omnipod fall off when I was on a paddleboard for too long. One day it just got too wet and too damp and the adhesive just came off. Wow. That's so interesting. I'm like, I'm very fortunate when it comes to adhesives. <laughs> like I barely have to use, I never use overlays. R really? I shouldn't say never. When it gets ridiculously humid, I go to Barry's boot camp classes and I'm like swimming a ton, maybe by like day seven. But the G7 stays on for 10 days somehow. Mm -hmm. And then my Omnipod, my Omnipod, um, I, I never need 
an overlay. But Skin Grip's really good for those, I've found, if you need it. But mm-hmm. um, I love yeah, Skin I'm Grip, I'm a yeah. little blessed when, <laughs> when it comes uh, to, to my adhesive. Are there any features that don't exist beyond the iPhone app? Because I know you want that. Are there any features that you want to see with Omnipod? Um, I think I talked about this a little bit last time, but the 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 one actually this is also an answer to the Medtronic. What do I miss? I miss being able to do a um, a dual wave or a, an extended bolus. And I so I now like when I'm eating a food with you know a higher glycemic index, I will set a timer for myself for like all right forty five. I put a timer in notes. I'm like forty five minutes, four units. You know. Like I, I do it manually now because that just, I know my, my blood sugar is going to stay more in range when I do, you know, 65%, 70% of my bowl is up front and then the rest afterwards. Um, so I would really love to see an option like that come out. Um, I know, I think I remember Justin, you mentioning something in your recap of the, of the iPhone app. Isn't, aren't they going to have options for different foods that you can put in there? Yeah, they announced that there's going to be a custom food feature. It's not clear yet what that is, but okay. speculation is saying that it's going to be related to high fat foods and extended bolus. And that would make sense. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. And obviously, I, I respect the fact that Omnipod clearly is listening to their community and is trying to create the technology with their exist with their product to to help ease these worries or to help make life that much easier. Um, so yeah, as long as we kind of keep that, keep that momentum up, I think it's, again, I'm, I'm really happy with the product so far. I think it has been a really fun start to summer, you know, just kind of being a little tubeless and not have to me with my constant broken pump clips, you know, Oh, where am I going <laughs> to stick this today? <laughs> well, and th- that so, kind of goes with my next nice. question, which is like, how has has your like the way you dress changed at all like has it been easier are there certain things that aren't as easy or are you like figuring out placement that's better for you i definitely have my favorite um placement sites at this point i really am loving using the tops and sides of my legs those were always a favorite you know those have always been a favorite pump site for me um i i'm typically a dexcom on the arm girl so I don't personally love having both two two sites on one arm. It's a little too clunky for me. Um, but I wouldn't say the way I've dressed has changed. Um, but again, just the anxiety. I don't have to think about these things as much. There was, you know, there's TMI, but anybody listening who's a diabetic will get this. But it's like, you know, trying to like figure out how to clip a pump to your, you know, your underwear, your thong. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the easiest thing. It's not. So you just have to make it work. So I'm really enjoying that. Again, it's summertime. We're out here. We're not where we're in shorts and sundresses and stuff. That's, that's been really nice. But I will never forget. I was at this show once. And it was this, like, comedy show. And this, it was, like, a cabaret comedy show. And this girl who was on stage was, like, singing and dancing. And her pump fell out of her skirt. And you saw her, like, pull the, it up by the tubing. She's like, oh, my pump just fell. <laughs> And I was like, I feel so seen right now. <laughs> That's so real. So, I mean, I've had that happen countless times in my life. And, yeah, it's just nice to not have to think about that right now. I love that. That's great. What would you tell people who are watching who are considering switching from a tube pump to a tubeless? I 
I mean, I think you have to find the treatment that's going to work for you. And I, I, again, I would think I was very resistant to this for so long because I just didn't necessarily want to put like the work into exploring new options because it is work. It's work and a lot of change and trial and error. Um, I mean, I would just do your research and talk to your doctors. And I, I also, I think you should make the decision for yourself. I would, I would caution anyone from being too, too influenced one way or another, you know, it's, you just got to do what's going to work best for you, what's best for your body. And yeah, what's going to give you, uh, enable the kind of lifestyle that you want to lead. Awesome. Thank you, Jenna. This has been amazing. Is there anything else that you want to say that we didn't talk about before we finish this chat? Um, no, I mean, I'm excited to, like I said, you know, Omnipod just keeps to see and get it. It seems to just keep getting easier and better. And I'm excited to be on the upward swing of that. So don't let the first week or two get you down. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jenna. This was amazing. We'll obviously have you on the podcast again to talk about some other stuff, whether it's why we don't like pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> No, too real. <laughs> yeah, no, let me, um, okay, let me do that again. <laughs> I know. I feel like I started to go a little like, don't let No, that, but it was very real. It's relatable. It was real and relatable, you know? Okay. <clears throat> well, amazing. Thank you so much, Jenna. This has been such a great conversation. I'm glad that we could all learn about like what it was like before and after Omnipod. You're definitely going to be coming on this podcast again. I'm not sure why, but we'll find a reason. Uh, we'll find plus, a reason to keep chatting. <laughs> Yeah, and plus, the time this comes out, our Omnipod Factory Tour video will have already been up on YouTube, pretty sure. So I'll have that link in the description of this show. Um, yeah, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you talk right to you after soon. this. <laughs> so what do you think about the switch let me know on youtube you can throw in the comments what you think of jenna's transition are you more likely to switch to omnipod 5 after her conversation with me or are you going to stick to your tube pump also i've got an episode of our factory tour that jenna and i went on on YouTube, as well as that podcast episode where Jenna and I give a little behind the scenes look at that tour. So check those out. New episodes of this podcast drop every Monday on podcast platforms and on YouTube. So make sure you follow for more and new videos drop on YouTube every Friday and on social media all the time. I'm Justin and I'll take you later. <laughs>